Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Fuck it! Damn it! It's it's a decadeuce. What? Already? It's not just a decadeuce, though. What do you mean? Well, I mean, it's, it says it on the thing, but it's a motherfucking centenadeuce, because it's the tenth decadeuce. Whoa, that is so much math. Centenadeuce. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's... It's, it'll be the hundredth mini is, is in this, anyway. If we, did, if we did the right... I don't know. I think, we, I, th- I think we did it correctly. I don't think we added any in there. I think what you're saying is our listening audience is extraordinarily lucky. They are lucky. I mean, it's not new, but it's still here, and it's special. And it's full of amazing content never before heard by anyone except for Nelson and I. Mm-hmm. And there's probably a reason Possibly for that. Possibly guests. Maybe guests. We haven't recorded that many of them yet. If yeah, any, if we're still so. feeling it out. But I think, we, I think there's guests. Yeah, but it's the quality you've come to expect from Double Deuce. It's a real collector's item, too, with the Santana Deuce. So, like, I mean, I don't know how you make an NFT out of an audio medium, because I think it's a visual thing, but you, uh, go ahead and, and NFT this shit. Yeah, NFT it up. Sell it to your dad. Yeah, he's interested in, in getting into, uh, like, unconventional financial markets and things. Talk to him. Yeah, right now he just sits at home and paints those Warhammer models, and it's like, Dad, that's so yesterday. Get some NFT. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enjoy the Decaduce. And your dad. Yeah, enjoy him. It's not going to be around forever. Nope. Oh, man, no, I hate to really end on the downer there. Yeah, that was a real downer. That was a real downer. Oh, okay. Um, but, he, but unless he's a vampire. Yeah. Also, the doctors say that listening to Centena Deuces can like rapidly expand your 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 lifespan. So. It fucking rebuilds your telomides or those little telomeres. Yeah, that's the one. It rebuilds those. Yeah, yeah, just listening. Yeah, rebuilds your telomeres. Makes your DNA all strong again. I want them to be called telomides. They might be also. I don't know. We could be thinking of multiple things. Maybe. We could be mispronouncing the things we're thinking of. But I think that's a much stronger ending than talking about their dad's dying. Yeah, but you just got back to it. Fuck! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what? Eject. Pew! Big beer hosts! Okay, so I've got another story about my writing group. Um, I, think, I think I told you the story about the time that my writing group was talking about, like, their favorite poets. Did I tell you that story about the, the, yeah. the Brownigan story? Where I was like, yeah, my, maybe even on a decadeuce. Yeah, I think it may have been. <laughs> if, not, if nothing else, I remember it on a double deuce. Somewhere, so, somewhere we talked about it. So it anyway, I go to like meet them uh, at the tap room because they like to hang out at the tap room. And uh, the tap room has fruit Kolsch. F R U with an umlaut H. Uh, it's a really good kind of beer that I used to get over in the UK and also in Germany. And um, they have it. And I'm like, this is so exciting. So I'm talking it up. I'm like, Fruit Kolsch is amazing. I'm really excited about this. I'm going to have to come here like every day. And so they, uh, Chance and Noggle both were like, oh, okay, we'll have one. And I was all excited. I'm like, oh, you guys are going to love this. You're going to love this. And they had it. And they're like, uh, it's okay. And I'm like, fuck you guys. It's okay. It's the best Kolsch ever. But 
it was in cans and it wasn't quite as good. So yeah, that so, adds up. <laughs> so I talked to our boy Nick Spacek from the from and inspired by podcast. Yes, who's now working it on the rocks. Yes, and I said, Fruit Kolsch, they have it at the 8th Street Tap Room. Can you order it? And he's like, Well, I don't know. It doesn't seem to come up on my computer. But I'll ask Jeremy at the 8th Street Tap Room how he gets it. So he did, and he got me some Fruit Kolsch in bottles. So now. I have Fru Kolsch in bottles, special ordered by Nick Spacek from Inspired By. So the next time you see you see uh, those guys, you're going to be like, you're going to bring them the, the, the Fru Kolsch in a bottle. I am. Like, I'm going to drink I'm this, gonna, you son uh, of a bitch. I'm going to be like, you try this again, motherfucker, mm-hmm. because it's better than you. You looked at me mm-hmm. with your stupid face, Richard Noggle, with the glasses and that smirk. And you're like, oh, this isn't that great. And I'm like, Noggle, it is. Say it is. Say it fucking is. Are you, are you trying to... Are you going to fight Richard Noggle? I might. This might be what ends up causing the rift. The fight. It's not going to be a rift, because we'll we'll hug it out after the fight. But it yeah. might be the fight. <laughs> you know, second and third best of social media people can't be in a room together without there's a fight to see which one's not as good as first. Boy, howdy. Big beer hosts. So, we've put it off and we've put it off, but I don't think we can put it off talking about the big train anymore. Let's talk about the big train. It's time to talk about the big train. Trigger Wait. warning, big train talk. Should uh, should we kind of fill people in on what the big train story is? Um, There's a big train... It's historic, it's steam-powered, it, it travels the countryside occasionally, and it's gone through town two or three times this About summer. three times, I think. Yeah. This summer. And it is, it's an event. Yeah. Every time. Everyone's like, you gotta go see the big train. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the big train. And what's weird is, and here's the thing, if you love the big train, love the big train. There is nothing. I'm not wrong telling with it. you not to love the we big train. We are not yucking your yuck. at all. This nope. is not about it's dumb to like the big train. Right. At all. Exactly. What this is about is we don't understand why we don't understand why the big train's a thing. I mean, the big train it, it's weirdly does nothing for us. It doesn't like like people get almost religious about the big train. And I appreciate an antiquated whimsy. I enjoy the Renaissance Festival. I've been to some, like, old-timey reenactmenty things. I've hung out in Colonial Williamsburg. You're a worldly man with a bevy of experience. I've talked to a horse before. I don't know that that counts. I've done all kinds of shit. I've, I, I've traveled on... I, I, I enjoy train travel. All right. I think train trains are good. All right. You, you, you throw in a little bit of like Mark Twain vibe. All right. We know you. That's the thing. I enjoy the writings of Mark Twain. Okay. Why you're don't a- I give a shit about the big train? <sighs> we tried to figure what this is out. It? Do you have any ideas? Hashtag. What's going on here? Uh, why I love the big train. I mean, you know, it's not like you can ride the big train. No, you just, you just, you just you watch, stand there and watch it go it. by. Like I understand, like back in the day, like presidents used to hang out in the back and wave at you. Not now. No, it's just no. a train. It is bigger than most trains. But hence the <laughs> adjective at the beginning of the yeah. title. And that's something, certainly. Yeah. 
But especially like, uh, here's the thing, especially for me personally, once okay. again, I, I understand people like things and people love things, especially like a three times in one summer. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's, that's a lot. lot of big trains. That's a lot. It's a lot of big trains. It's like uh, stormtroopers shooting. It's like one stormtrooper scary, mm-hmm. three stormtroopers, they're ridiculous. Like you see the big train once, it's like, oh, this is truly a, an event. Big train. Big train comes through three times. It's like, well, the fucking big train again. It'll be back next week. I, just, I also feel just like I've hung mm-hmm. out in North Lawrence enough to see a, enough trains roll by, like one that's a little bigger. I don't know. I don't know. It seems yeah. like it seems like it would be at the very least something that I'd be like I can see that even if I'm not gung ho but I can't see it and I don't know why what's blinded me what's blinded me to the possibilities of a big train what's what's life taken from me that now I can find no joy in a big train maybe you were a hobo in a past life but see I, even then I think I'd like trains more even wow. if a train killed me you live by the train and you buy, die by the train, and th- that's just the rules of the train. And hobos know that, and hobos would remember that. Uh, that would echo through eternity through a hobo's soul. And so I feel like if I'd been a hobo, I'd be wanting to see the big train even more. But even but maybe they're just like see already seen it, especially in a past life. They're like I've, I saw that motherfucker all the time. It was just a regular ass train, but big. But they're all steam back then. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck. I don't know, man. I'm stumped. We Me may too. never know. Do you know why we don't feel a love for a big train? Let us know. Do you feel a love for a big train? Maybe. Here's the thing. Like, I don't maybe even let that, us know. I, I don't, don't even know that you have to. Like, I'm not looking for you to sell us on the big train. I think we've rattled off reasons why the big train's impressive and why. Like, yeah, my my opinions di- not change. We want like, you to diagnose us and and explain why we are deficient in some way. In Ray loving big trains. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah, therapy's expensive. We, I don't, I don't have time to like. If I can work my way up to why don't I like big trains with a with a professional? You do it. I feel like I, the same it, way. Listeners. I want to. I want to just take that. I know we're way over time, but I feel the same way about model train folks. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you have this much time to put this model train set up in your garage or basement, like. You could murder someone because it takes a level of precision and, and, and planning that is the same thing you, you, you put into well. homicide. Well, maybe, but I think you could maybe like uh, stand a I think, chance I think of getting people away that are it. extremely into trains are maybe slightly on a percentage level mathematically a little more likely to commit murder if, they, if you're super into trains. Once again, I'm not against trains. I'm not against loving trains. I'm against murder. I am a man of science. And I believe, yep. like an extreme affinity for trains, is it's not like n- not necessarily a, like a, a causation like that. Love of trains equals potential murder. I think a person like like a model train person that with that that kind of attention to detail and and and, and specificity could be a murderer more likely than somebody who just don't have time for that shit. We went to. I took Ollie to a model train convention once. It was like a like, yeah. a, like somebody had filled Crown Automotive with serial killers and given them products to sell. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that product was the love of trains. And why aren't we buying? And don't tell me nine eleven. Everyone says nine eleven way too often. Big beer hosts. This is the one, the only Double Deuce, home of the. Home of the, the nose tickler. 
Oh, Jesus, that could have been better. Yeah, that's not... It's not optimal. I mean, if I if I ever name a product the nose tickler, like, stop me, man. I've tried to stop you before sometimes with some of your product names that are questionable. Listen. And usually you take offense when I do. Yeah. So, you know... Well, you didn't like the Nippleger two thousand. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't like the 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 the, the sphincter sniffer. I just thought. I just think you know um, these products aren't always like these. These names are sometimes even deceiving. Yeah, taint like, rubber. You don't like the taint rubber. No. I mean, who doesn't like a good taint rubber? I mean, I just once again, what was that one for again? Rubbing your taint. Oh. Okay, well that one actually is. I think that one's that one's not as bad. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was. Uh, I mean, well, here's the thing: you still got to figure like these products got to be on shelves and stuff, and like maybe put them on higher shelves. I guess I don't know. I'm not gonna tell you to live your life. I it's just I'm an ad man, and uh, I feel like you're you're maybe constricting the market market a little bit. Like everyone's got a taint that might need some rubbing, and you just got to figure like, is this the most inviting name? Even if it's like very descriptive of what the product is, is this the most inviting name that we can choose with which to have the broadest audience base? You know, when I think about it, taint rubbing sounds like one of the less popular hobbits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that there was some rubbins like in, fatty, the, in the Shire. Like Fatty Bulger and Taint Rubbins hanging out mm-hmm. together, talking about pies. I feel like Taint Rubbins, too, is like the, he's like the, the fucking, like, fourth kid, too. So he's like, they're not expecting much from him. That's why they named him Taint. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, a, it probably, is probably like a clever nickname that's a play. His name is probably like Tanith or some shit. And his buddies are like, nah, your name's Taint. <laughs> Let's get let's get fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Shire. Big beer hosts. Okay, so here's something funny. I was talking with uh, Margaret Boris, the executive director of the Lawrence Art Center, who's an amazing, fun person. We should get her on, We should get her on the podcast sometime. But uh, I found out her dad has a super amazing claim to fame because he. He's is Zach Morris? He's not Zach Morris. That would be hilarious, but he's not. Um, but he is, he's a he's a bird scientist, man. An ornithopter, whatever those people are called. Ornithologist. Uh, Ornithopters are what they ride to get to the birds. Yes. And anyway, his big claim to fame is he is the scientist who discovered that birds fart. Like apparently they didn't. They thought they they knew they peed and they knew they pooped, mm-hmm. but nobody knew that birds farted until Margaret Morris's dad did a fucking paper on it and discovered that that birds fucking they fart, man. And that like you tell me that is not a fucking amazing life story. I want to get him on the podcast too, but apparently he doesn't like to talk about it now <laughs> because he got so much shit for it back in the day that now he's really bitter and doesn't want anything to do with it. But apparently like people will still call up to this day. Like somebody will find out that he's the guy, uh, the Cornell educated scientist that, 
that figured out birds fart and they'll want to talk about it. And he's like, no, no. And I guess her mom finds it really funny when people call because he gets so mad about it. But she's like <laughs> trying to protect his feelings. So mm-hmm. she's like, oh, it's okay. You're known for so much more than just that. That you discovered that birds <laughs> fart, but I'm like, how can you not dine out on that? I would love to be the scientist that discovered that birds fart. It's true, but it, it, I can also see it being that like everybody wants Billy Joel to play the piano man syndrome. Like everybody wants him to talk about the bird farts. He's like, look, I just want to eat some fucking veal parmesan. Not talking about bird farts right now. I'm in a restaurant with my family. Please leave me alone. Big beer hosts. Okay, so I've been watching, we've talked about watching other shows that aren't Ted Lasso on the Apple TVs. Yeah. Plus, I think, is what it's called. I don't know. Anyway, I started, I finally got around to that morning show, and I watched the first season and got caught up with the second, and it, it's pretty good. It's wild. It's kind of weird at times. Uh, there's a whole, there's almost like Machiavellian political intrigue but it's just fucking tv show and uh network and stuff but uh okay i don't need to necessarily talk about the first season more than that but what i want to do here now is i feel like i want i want to i want to be on the record about like what what are they doing here because because the second season like they started off like where they left off and so now they're into like january maybe february ish of 2020 and, like, COVID is starting, and they just sent a guy to Wuhan, and they're in New York, and I'm just like, is the morning show, did they bring COVID to New York? Is that what we're getting to? Is that what is that what season two stealth is? Is that they cause COVID, and then they've got to fucking cover that up now? Because they've been dealing with all kinds of internal shit there, and, like, trying to hide bad things. And I'm like, where else do you go from here? Oh, that's where you go from here. They fucking cost COVID, brother. And now they got to get out of this one. <laughs> that's going to be real bad for the network when that gets out. And that's where I think they're going. Nice. I might be wrong. Yeah. But I wanted to be on the record with this. We were. It's fucking September 24th. So by the time we're in like episode six and and that's what's happening i just want to be let it be known i fucking said we were going there well i i i'm i'm interested i for one am interested to see if this many uh, if it ages well, like a fine wine, or... Also, yeah, I'm like, are we ready to start doing... Uh, although my guess is they won't get very deep into that time, and they'll punt and hope that we're done with COVID yeah. at some point by season three, maybe, so they can time jump if they want to, or maybe they'll only... I don't know, but I'm just like, you guys are... You're hopping on a, you're hopping on a rail, and there's no destination, <laughs> and I don't know... I don't know if it's a good idea or not, and I don't know how you're going to handle it. I will say my favorite part of that show is fucking Billy, proud of, how do you say his last name? I don't know. He's delightful as is, is is an eccentric uh, producer, like executive type. Uh, I like him a lot. He's fun. He, he's my favorite part. All right. Well, that's a good, I'll have to check it also, out. Also fucking, what's his name? Uh, Nestor, uh, God, I can't think of his last name. In a lot of shit. He was the fucking. Uh, he was in the old Patrick Warburton Tick show. That that dude. He's been. Oh, he's okay. been in all kinds of shit. He was on fucking Lost. He's been everywhere. He's in it. He's a weatherman. He's also delightful. Nice. Let's check it out. Yeah. Other people are good too, but those are the two who are delightful and and really make the show for me. 
So, you know, watch it for them and to see them cause COVID. If you haven't checked it out yet, now's the time. <laughs> this is one of your stranger conspiracy theories, but I'm in. It's not a conspiracy. It's just facts. Big beer hosts! So, like, I watched a couple. There's, like, you know, new shows. We're recording this in the fall yeah. when new shows are happening. I watched a couple new shows that were bad. And so, I'm just going to tell you, don't okay. worry about them. They, okay. they looked bad. Okay. I, look, I watched I watched the first five minutes of that show where that guy could, like, goes has, like, three different lives or whatever, where he's, like, a cop or a doctor or oh, something yeah, else. Oh, yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, once again, I only watched the first five minutes, but I'm like, if the first five minutes are this bad, why why should why should I go along with you what, on these on these three other? What stories? do they do within five minutes? Because that seems like an awful short amount of it's time. Just, it's re- it's really clumsy mm-hmm. and it's really badly written and uh, and like they are. It's really heavy handed. Uh, there's a whole lot of. Uh, it, it also comes down to basically the decision that he makes that sets him off on this is. Does he go and eat dinner with his family after graduation who are, like, literally 15 feet away from him and waving at him? Does he go eat dinner with them like he was supposed to do? Or does he go off with one or uh, two other women just randomly, all of a sudden just run away from his family and go (laughs) off with these other women? And, like, they set it up awkwardly on, like, like, branching sidewalks. There's a fucking, the valedictorian is reading the fucking Frost, like, Road Less Traveled poem, which, like, why? Yeah. And and then also, that's one of the women, and I'm like, why do you, why is this woman an appealing option? Because I feel like, that I, I don't know. Have you just alienated a huge subset of our fan bases? I mean, if, if you if, fans? if you think that that's a cool thing to read as a valedictorian <laughs> for a graduating <laughs> college class, I right. don't know. I feel like bare minimum, it's way played out. Well, but I'm not saying it's a bad poem. I'm not saying the sentiment is bad. But holy shit, everybody's fucking done that a lot of times. Like you're you're phoning it in. You're phoning it in. What was the other one that we're not supposed to watch? Oh, the, I watched that, the, like, the first, I don't know, 30 minutes of that La Brea show where, like, there's a sinkhole to a land of the lost or something in L.A. and a bunch of people fall in. Wow. I didn't even it, was pretty, it was pretty dumb. And I was just like, this isn't, uh, this is not fun enough or interesting enough to keep watching at all. Seems like a good premise. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'll, I'll look at this. But yeah. it was, uh, it was in a it was pretty clumsy pretty uh pretty weird i don't know it was like like lost but it, like if you photocopied it a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> and then it started getting hazy and and uh it'd be like on that like eighth photocopy that's wow. kind of that, that's wow. that's what i'd give it that's uh and so i was just like oh man give me something here that's dark that, that got dark yeah yeah um yeah, they were, it was bad TV. <laughs> <laughs> Big beer hosts. So, yeah, um, as you guys know, Halloween has come and gone. And uh, by now you would have been just regaled with this amazing representation of two very important Lawrence. Uh, it just it sort of, I don't even know the word for it, but just, just something that represents Lawrence so purely. Um, Andrea. 
has uh, been constructing a Halloween costume. Does anybody want to guess what, what her costume is? Uh, the Sacred Flame from in front of City Hall. So close. The iceberg that murdered the Titanic. But I imagine those two things coming together, and what you end up with is one of Lawrence's fine purple streetlights. That's right. Oh. She is constructing a, a costume in which she is practically eight feet tall and uh, uh, just shining purple light down upon herself and everybody else. That's, that's amazing. That's I'm yeah. really excited to see that because the purple streetlights have been a source of no controversy whatsoever. Well, I'm glad you brought up controversy because as it turns out, I will also be participating in uh, in Halloween get up And uh, do you want to guess what I'm going to be dressed as? The Sacred Flame from in front of City Hall. Almost. That car that Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet fucking in Titanic. Bring those two things together and what you end up with is the fountain outside of the Lawrence uh, Amtrak train station in which I will be dressing up as the, uh, I guess, the uh, reproduction of a... Uh, a really questionably attractive fountain uh, from years yeah, gone by. I don't they, understand what they did. And well, now I you're going to understand. Be able to... I understand being like, hey, let's recreate a cool thing, but it's not a cool thing. It's just like, why did we, why did you put effort to like to build this? What is it? Well, imagine what that thing it? walking in, walking into your Halloween party because that's gonna be this guy right it, look, it looks like you asked a seventh a seventh grade like a seven-year-old eight-year-old like uh in art class like you're, you're making stuff out of clay it's like make a pineapple and that's kind of what it looks like like it looks like a, a child's art project trying to, to replicate a pineapple <laughs> through clay and they're not like they're not like weirdly good at art this kid this kid is run-of-the-mill at best making that, this pineapple <laughs> and that child got paid seven hundred thousand dollars for that art installation that's so much money that kid doesn't even know what to spend it on he actually ended up spending it on pineapples well i mean that could be a good investment just actual physical pineapples or like pineapple farms as it turns out he didn't know what a pineapple was which was odd mm. that he used it as inspiration for the work in the first place so mm. yeah he just ended up with um just a bunch of uh, just a bunch of empty boxes. You guys think those purple streetlights are the work of K State? I've speculated that. I think maybe somebody in city government has actually infiltrated uh, from Manhattan, and they are slowly spreading the purple. Which one uh, is it? That's a good question. I also, why does spreading the purple sound so dirty? Uh, the same reason Ema sounds so dirty. <laughs> These are the imponderable questions of many double doos. That was a spooky ending. Well, it's a Halloween thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This was a Halloween episode. And I was actually going for what's his name, the announcer from SNL. Uh, uh, I thought you were going for Jeffrey Wright from uh, the Disney Plus show What If. God damn it. I got to work on my impressions. Next time on Mini Double Deuce. <laughs> Big beer hosts. So every October, mm -hmm. and I'm usually never ready for this, so it kind of comes up. Like the way things happen at, this, at Ollie's school is sort of organic. Like it's mm -hmm. not on the radar. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you need to do this now. And I'm like, okay, great. 
Where does he go? But I understand that maybe you don't want to say where your son goes to school on a podcast <laughs> that just uh, goes out he, there. He, we can he, talk about it after he, the thing. He, he goes to a local school. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, It's a private school, and we, we had him there when he was in preschool, and we decided to keep him there for kindergarten because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. So we wouldn't normally be private school people, but we kind of accidentally edged into it. So that's where we are <laughs> There's now. a little too. It's like the, the, kinder, the preschool to kindergarten leap is not a... a huge divide it's kind of where we are yeah if it's a good preschool especially where they're like where where you are working on teaching to the level they're at they're really versus like more like where it's the preschool versus babysitting or or, yeah yeah and he's learning a lot and it's Mm -hmm. it's a great school but they have their field day in october which is kind of unusual uh, i think for for most field days i remember from my school, and I think you were talking a little bit of this, it was kind mm-hmm. of the same, was in the spring, mm-hmm. you would go out and they're like, we can't keep you inside anymore, so we're going to let you go run us off by doing a bunch of stupid games. Whereas with the with the October one, it's more like, oh, it's about to get real cold, so let's have uh, mm-hmm. let's have some games now while we still can. Yeah, I appreciate the weather. But they, they do a, a kind of a series. They have like an egg run, and then they do a sack race, which oh, yeah. is adorable. They do a tug of war, which I got to say, tug of war is a little bit ruined after Squid Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of I saw and watched it as this recording. Yeah. Yeah. I keep meaning to get there, but I'm like I've been wa- I've been trying to catch up on some other shit I fell fell behind on, and so I'm at the, like a uh, I'm getting through some stuff, and at which point I'm like, all right, I'm ready to binge the thing. Yeah, anyway, you want, you want to watch it all at once. Anyway, mm-hmm. the point is, it's it's a little bit dark, uh, particularly the tug of war yeah. episode. So it was a little hard to watch that. But then uh, they have they have shaving cream balloons, mm-hmm. and they they run up, and the whole goal is to break the balloon. But all the teachers have like little pens, uh-huh. and so they kind of knock the balloons. They break the balloons from kind of behind the kids. So right. they don't, yeah, for the ones that, I think it initially started for the ones that can't actually break it, but then they just decided to go. Crazy. Right, let's fucking let's have some fun too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they cover they cover, they cover all the kids with fucking shaving cream, and then mm-hmm. send them back home. To their parents, uh, and that's that's sort of the field well, that's, day. That's delightful because yeah, I remember for me back east, field day was it was always the last day of school, and it was especially like there in, in elementary school. It was like last day of school it was like clean your shit up and put it in a box, and then we're going outside. They always do like shirts for it, and yeah. there was like uh, people signed shirts, and then there was like you did you did the games, and it was kind of like uh, the, the teachers can just kind of like hang out and kind of oversee, kind of run the games. And they're like, some of the games were like for the different classes of your age, and some of them were like all the grades. Yeah. Uh, where, I, especially, yeah, some of those like egg race things where it's like a, ah, it's hard to do both. And <laughs> we, we can do this throughout all the grades. Oh, that's just what I remember it as being. And I remember in junior high, they did a weird, like, half assed version of a, we're not doing anything. And it's, there's like, and there'd be like, we're, we're getting pizza, like pizza yeah. for lunch. And so it was yes. just like a, Hey, it's real low impact last day of school thing. And I remember in junior high, it was a weird, like, there was like, hey, you can play soccer on the soccer field. There's like basketballs. You can like hang out and you can, they would do like a, almost like an opt-in thing. You could also just like hang out in certain areas. Like I remember hanging on the cafeteria for a while, like playing cards. It was like a, it, it was more like do what you want field day in junior <laughs> right, high. Right. It was like, we're not doing anything. But, like, at the same time, like, the teachers are just going to be observing the areas you're in so people can't start shit. So you have the ability to, like, hang back or if you want to fucking get into things outside, you can. But there, yeah, it was I feel like it was a little bit more, like, slightly organized. We're playing soccer. We're playing basketball. Right. So I was like, I'll play cards in the cafeteria. <laughs> 
Which that cafeteria also had like a stage to it. It was for like kind of like low key assemblies at the same time. So I remember sitting on the stage and playing cards for like eighth grade field day and listening to Metallica because <laughs> because the fucking uh, the the fucking Black Album one had like just come out like within like a month or something, and so everybody was listening to it. So I remember us playing it while we were playing cards. Awesome. <laughs> it's a lot that, that was some old timey Nelson remembrances. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure Ali's listening to Metallica just yet, but mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he appreciates the vibe. I feel like that album holds up. Like, give it to him. All right, double deuce. <laughs> <laughs> Big beer hosts. Okay, so I'm gonna complain about something for a second. All yeah, these fucking are. fast food companies have apps that they want me to get. They want yes. me to get their shitty They got app. a lot of apps. Right now I got Domino's. A lot of them aren't the best built. Pizza. No, they're not. Little Caesars. Some are better than there. others. Yeah, and then here's the thing. Like, McDonald's got us in there for a little while because they offered two-for-one Happy Meals on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and that became, like, our little tradition. Mm-hmm. I'd take Ollie. I'd get two. Like, he'd eat one, get a toy from the second one. I'd eat the fucking inside of the second one. Boom, dinner. Mm-hmm. That's done. Right? And yeah. then they changed it, but they don't tell anybody. Uh, I, 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 ha- I had problems with fucking Burger King's app. Like, every time they want, like, it's like, do you have a code number? But it's always, like, just a random weird code I used number. to have trouble with the Taco Bell one because I like black beans, and you can just, like, build the shit, and I would put black beans on everything, and I'd get there, and they'd be like, here's the thing, we don't have any black beans right now. And I'd be <laughs> like, well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it's super unreliable, and, and half the time it doesn't get your order right, and half the time... I, it's like they're they're trying to make it easier, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And like mm-hmm. Sonic's mm-hmm. got the right idea. Sonic's right? is nice. Sonic's they, they give you that. It's not fancy, drinks. but they got the half price drinks. You got some deals. You got some things. It's a simple program, but it works right. But everything else is like you like, had the benefit shit. of like you just pull into the stall and hit the number. They've got they've already got the like it's like the motel of, of fast food of like you can park in your space and they come to you. But the weirdest one, the weirdest one is Domino's. Domino's offers what's called a dinner bell. So if you get your family to like sign up for the app as well, like anytime you order pizza and you're like, ring the dinner bell, they'll get a push notification. This happened to me. (laughs) We like got we ordered some Domino's and like it was supposed to be like getting delivered and like i looked out because they're like they're in the neighborhood and i was like keeping an eye and then it was like your pizza's been delivered i was like no it hasn't and i kind of called the store and they're like here's the thing like that app's not always like checked into like what we're doing i'm like oh my god then what's the point (laughs) (laughs) there's like yeah sorry that might have been wrong but then it weirdly took a long, long time, and it almost made me wonder, like, did they weirdly deliver it to, like, the wrong house, and then they were trying to cover for it? Because then it was, like, after I called them, it took, like, another amount of time it takes to order and deliver a pizza. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, like they were, I think they might have fucked sounds up. Sounds like they were covering their ass. <laughs> but, and I'll give you, too, like, but although the apps have nothing to do with this, like, people are doing their best at a fast food job right now because also... Uh, People want better wages and benefits and things. Absolutely. There's not a lot of people working the jobs and they're doing their best. But our problem is not with those people. Our problem is with the apps right now. The apps now. suck. And that is the conclusion. That's not people. Of our double deuce. Mm-hmm. That's apps. Yeah. Fuck apps. Uh, go unions. Fuck apps. Yeah. But not like appetizers. Don't fuck appetizers because that's just weird. Or if you're going to, fuck them at Applebee's. Yeah. 
where where it's encouraged that you fuck appetizers. Applebee's. Fucking appetizers. Wrap your dick in some mozzarella sticks and go nuts. It's Applebee's. Whoa. This was, I feel like we, we needed, like, I like, we, we went hard with complaints. We went hard with Applebee's. This is like the penultimate. We're, we're Centena deucing next. We're sitting you guys on got, a you got gold old, mine. You got some old-fashioned, you got some old-fashioned, we're complaining. You got some <laughs> some hard Applebee's action. What more do you want? It's coming next. next. The big one's coming next. <laughs> Way to build the pressure. I know. I really hope we deliver. We haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> <laughs> big beer hosts hey guys we're here it's the hundredth mini deuce we're, we're here now we, we didn't set out to make it we were doing a mic check and it just kind of happened and we were like this is it this is the one like i said it was it was a mic check that's uh that's why we said we gotta come back and intro it that's why there's a few little sound glitches and some cuts and some things to paste it together we had to censor a name. You'll see. You'll see. It's ten minutes. It's big. It's a. It's a. It's a mini max. It's max mini. Mini max deuce. Hundredth mini deuce. Here it comes. One hundredth mini deuce. One of the first questions they asked was like, "What's your favorite book and why?" And I said, "Well, it's Breakfast of Champions <laughs> because I think it's uh, absolutely a wonderful um, sort of postmodern." Uh, deconstruction of modern society. Also, I have Kurt Vonnegut's asshole on my arm, and I showed my tattoo, which is, in, in retrospect, not the most uh, well advised. Nobody did. It was, was like a room, room, there? Were there, room other there were eight people in there. One hundredth mini deuce. Are there more tall boys in your bag of? Oh, you are amazing! Say, yeah. There's an odd number of tall boys. Oh my however, god! She sent me a message like, "Do you guys drink PBR?" And I sent her a message back like, basically like, "Do you know who you're talking to?" <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that. That's our sort of our thing. Um, Sorry, there's a section here about Michelob Ultra that was lost. We had some sound trouble. Sorry. That's why we jumped ahead. Now they should be drinking the mm-hmm. fucking hard seltzer and the 100-calorie yeah. boulevard. And that's the thing. Like, that shit's been coming out now, especially. That, so, like, Michelob Ultra's, like, time has come and gone in a way. Yeah. They've, like, thrown other shit out there. Yes. I was talking to someone the other day that mowed their lawn, and they were like, yeah, I just drank one of those boulevard quirks, and it was amazing. He's normally like a real beer snob. I gotta try that out. I'd be interested to see what those are like. They're not sweet. That's why I like them. Yeah. I don't like sweet beers. I'm fine with a sweet drink, but I don't necessarily seek it out. I wouldn't want to drink them all the time. There was one. It wasn't one of these. It was one of the other ones. Uh, that I'm And I'm not kidding. It was like fruit punch from when we were kids. Like, remember when you made Kool-Aid actually out of the packets and mm-hmm. you put like a cup of oh, sugar? Yeah. <laughs> Water. It was basically just sugar water. That's what it was like. It was super gross. <laughs> I remember, especially because um, they would give you a shitload of it at uh, Boy Scout camp. Because um, most of the time when we went to a camp, like either we went like on a trip like into America somewhere and fucked around for like a week, or we went to one of these two places, and one of them you like cook for yourself, and the other one had like a, a dining hall where they you just ate whatever they had. Um, and, but the one that had the, like, you cook yourself, it would basically be like, it was just a fucking trash can, like, 
lashed onto just like a big like hiking backpack frame that you would send two people to go to like the depot in the center and they would load up the trash can with your food for that meal to cook with because uh you know you couldn't like bring a shitload but they would give you a thing like a big thing of kool-aid at every meal (laughs) and it was like one too much Kool-Aid oh for us to drink. God. And two, they didn't really give you that much sugar to mix in it. So a lot of times we were just, we were just eating the Kool-Aid because that's how you get the, the get any sugar level out of like Kool-Aid with, with not much sugar to go around. So and that, that is the fact that like there was so much jello. that basically, yeah. yeah. And there was so much of it that it's like we all would have like our own fucking container <laughs> that was ours to like eat out of with a spoon if we felt like it. And then we still had enough to drink too if we wanted. Or because somebody else is stopping by like, hey, you want to eat some Kool-Aid with us? <laughs> I'm going to assume, Will, that you were not in the Boy Scouts in, at this level. Uh, you know, I cut out in the Weebelows. Um, <laughs> I... I, I, I I felt like I got my my fill, you yeah, know. Sure. It was it was like all of the order without the camping, and I don't feel bad about that decision. So you didn't get to the part where you poop in the woods. No, <laughs> At all. no, even in Weeblos. No, I did. Weeblos always felt to me a little bit like. like I feel like we should. It was be like, like middle school recording of, of scouts because I did. I have pooped. I pooped at Eighth and uh, Kentucky the other day. Just right in the middle of the street? Not in the alley. I didn't feel proud about it. In the alley at 8th and Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm yeah. trying to think about what's... I'm trying what's... to think about what's at 8th and Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, uh... yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, Wait, you that at the fucking park? No, sorry. It was Ohio. 8th and Ohio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll put myself one block east. There we go. Yeah. So in yeah, a residential yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it was in a residential neighborhood. It was behind somebody's house, and I felt terrible about it, but yeah. I was like halfway through my walk, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> It's did you at least scoop and it and put it in the trash, or and did you? Think I mean, scoop it, make it, it with like, your foot, like at how, least. How, how I, did, I, I, I did the cat thing. <laughs> how, 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 early, how early was it? Because that's not that far from like Louise's West, <laughs> right? It was. It was dark, and oh, so it was like early in the morning. Uh, no, it was, <laughs> it was a, later at night. It was later in the evening. It was oh, like so seven thirty. Yeah, I was like, I was like walking home. It wasn't a morning walk. Yeah. Oh, no, it was, it was an was evening walk. Was, yeah, okay. no, it was the evening walk, and oh, I, I, I just, I, I was like, yeah, oh, no, it's too late to poop. In something, the bar. something I ate didn't quite gel, and I'm like, ah. And I used to when I was running, when I was marathon running, you would poop because you're jumping up and down and you're sh- shifting everything around. It's like you would poop. And you would just sort of like pull over to the side of the road and do it where you could. But here I am in like the middle of fucking West Lawrence and like everything's so nice. And it's like, I was like, maybe I can like knock on Sibelius's door and like be like, hey, Catherine, you know, can, I, can I poop in your bathroom? Uh, but that seemed uh, ostentatious. Uh, and so I, I just, uh, I, I kind of went Could have alley. been a fun story. I though. went in the alley and there was no good alley that uh, like, like the alley Probably was bright. Not around there. And then the fucking automatic lights kept lighting up and I'm like, ah! And I'm like running. From like 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 uh, sort of shed to shed, uh, mm-hmm. it was it was like being in a World War Two film. Only I feel like uh, I have to become friends with this person. I'm I felt like like somebody's now referring to me as the Mad Pooper of Old West Lawrence. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and more power to him. You're, so much you got posted about on uh, next door. I like did. Like, like somebody's like somebody's, <laughs> somebody's behind our house maybe, and they're watching us and they think they're shitting back there. Grainy <laughs> footage. <laughs> they're like watching us do things and shit. Yeah, I don't know I don't where know. I don't know where the the, the 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 cameras are, but it's West Lawrence. So I'm assuming oh, well, there's, there's cameras a, everywhere. At least one or if two. You're back, if you're like, back enough in the alley, they may not be catching you too well. Yeah, but but they might be catching you well enough that they. But I, I walked like, by like as you move between the green. I, I walked by get... it the other day, and I almost wanted to like, I almost wanted to confess because I, I almost wanted to put a note that was like, "I'm the anonymous pooper. I'm sorry." But I was like, <laughs> "But maybe they didn't know. You... Maybe they didn't notice." And exactly. Like, wanna... It's like you, you don't want to. You don't want to. Like, what are they going to do with that? You almost need to be. It's all. It's like I'm not going to reveal my identity. It's like it's like when somebody like you know accidentally commits a murder, and then so they spend the next few days like checking all the newspapers and listening to all the news. <laughs> right. To see right. What's, what's right. being talked about? It was. It was like you're like, almost, like, it was, it was you're like the, the next door with like somebody somebody on the. The Ohio neighborhood. But now it's like the telltale poop. It's like every yeah. time I walk by, my stomach's like, bum, 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 bum. like, like that poop is like could crying you, out. Did you still so. see it? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, I walked by it. I'm like, okay, it doesn't smell. Okay, let's every, just let's stop. There's two things. Number one, have okay. you considered carrying poopy bags with you? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Because we're recording this, I should probably explain. He just he was laughing so hard and he just concussed himself on one of the the beams that, that run along the side of the basement wall. Number two, you had me at I ran marathons. Can we go back to the time that you ran marathons? Okay, well, I, 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 tr- I should probably rephrase and say we're. Burning gold here. I we really are. I mean, we're getting to the point I'd where I we, we, we might just have to hit a point and then record like an intro, <laughs> just to explain why we just kind of start in the middle of something. There's so much time on here now. Go ahead, tell me the time you ran a marathon. I trained for it. I, we- I would say, even though I don't know what you're going to say about that, uh, your story about the whatever Appian Way or whatever it was you did that one time, the West Highland Way. Yes, yeah. That was a wild and crazy story. Mm. So they were good times. You pooping yourself. <laughs> I okay. I, I didn't. I, I didn't poop myself. I managed to. I have always managed to evacuate somewhere <laughs> under your own basic control. <laughs> yeah, like it hasn't always been dignified, but I. I haven't. I remember a story. It's all where, ended up where you intended it to yeah, end up, yeah, even if that is yeah. it was like a, I, a somewhat of an emergency. I heard a story about how censored his dad shit himself on a road trip, and I'm like, amateur. <laughs> like you should have at least stuck your butt out and like gotten it outside the car. <laughs> oh my gosh! Woo! I don't think censored. Would want anyone to know? <laughs> are we still recording? We are. Oh God damn! Stop okay. saying funny things. Do so. Stop you know, it. Well, here's what we stop need. It. We just need to stop. We just need to stop. Stop. We need to. We need to. Mike Chick to get out of control. That's it what is. it is. Don't it make is. it something it isn't. It is. It is. We need to get out of here before we defame more parents. <laughs> <laughs> and so. And so we're getting out of here. But, but before we go, I'm kids, you I'm can pulling sh- the car over and I'm you, taking you, shit you, out. You can shit anywhere you want to. Don't let them stop you. Live your dream. Live your dream. I don't know if anywhere is the right message. I feel like there should still be some some guy some guardrails, but we we don't have time to discuss it now. We don't, we yeah. just don't I mean, have this time. Is, this is, this is just now. a mic check. Yeah. Do it now. 
100th mini deuce. Censored. Fuck it! Damn it! This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.